Hello, my name is Nate, the host of Rebel Studio Pod, and welcome to episode, I guess you will call it episode zero of the podcast, an episode where you may or may not be interested in listening. If you don't want to hear this one, I, I did upload an episode accompanying this one, which is the official episode one of the podcast where I discuss music with my close friend Terrell. You can find that episode basically uploaded immediately after this episode within 5-10 minutes. Anyways, thank you for tuning in to this episode. If you made it this far, I'm assuming you are curious as to why I started this podcast, judging by the title. So a bit of background. Well, first of all, this episode is not going to be exactly the most coherent. So, I, but anyways, I see I'm, I'm already getting distracted. Anyways, my name is Nate, the host of this podcast, Rebel Studio Pod. And if you follow my social media or follow the podcast, you would probably be more familiar with me under a different podcast name because I have had various podcast names in the past, starting out with that history buff all the way more than two years ago now, that history buff where, you know, the name is self-describing, de- self, uh, where I wanted to discuss history, uh, basically from my perspective as a, as a black person, history from the black person's perspective. And that podcast lasted roughly maybe three weeks. And then I decided to switch up because I thought history was kind of boring, kind of cliche for podcasts. And I decided, you know what? I don't always want to talk about history. I want to talk about other things as well. So I came up with the idea for the mix-up, which lasted quite a while. The mix-up lasted almost an entire year, I want to say. No, less than that. It lasted maybe, let's say, 10 months. The mix-up lasted. And the mix-up was basically... Well, the story behind the mix-up is that I make this dish, this meal, which I call a mix-up, which is just everything I can find in the fridge and freezer in a frying pan, and I fry it all up. It's 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 sort of like the end of the month kind of meal, if you know what I mean, where you don't really have a lot of groceries or a lot of money in your bank account, so you can't really buy groceries that much, so you just make a mix-up. Whatever you have, you just stick it in a frying pan and hope it turns out well. So I called it the mix-up, and in the mix-up, I spoke about, well, everything. There was no theme at all. I just talked about whatever I wanted to talk about. And then, eventually, my... I wouldn't say my life changed. It didn't really change at all, actually. What happened is I started to become a lot more politically aware than I once was. And my political awareness sort of put me on this path, which I I always was on, with or without podcasting. I always was on this path. But the path sort of took me down this rabbit hole, which I still find myself buried deep in, of the radical leftist community. You know, I'm very proud to identify myself as a radical leftist, whether you call me a Marxist or a Leninist or a communist, socialist, whatever you want to call me, I'm probably somewhere in that category, the broad category of whatever you are identifying me as. So I decided to take my podcast into a more political direction, calling myself the lefty leftist, which lasted about two months if that long, because it was a pretty stupid name, and (laughs) there's no denying it. Anyways, Lefty Leftist spoke about, well, I spoke about in that podcast, about radical leftist topics, which are basically topics, which I guess, I don't know what you would really call it. Um, It was just political opinions on world events, 
from my point of view, which is a leftist point of view. And that podcast took a more Afrocentric turn because at the end of the day, my expertise when it comes to politics is largely Afrocentric. I know way too much about African geopolitics and it will probably never benefit me in my life other than in terms of having cool political discussions with other people. So I decided to, you know what, I'm going to take my podcast into a, you know, more African-centered um, path. So I rebranded yet again as the True Rafiki Podcast, which is what you probably know me as. This podcast did very, very well. In fact, it did much better than I thought it ever would. It was never a smash hit. I was not famous. I'm by no means well-known at all. I don't even have a thousand followers on any social media. I don't even have 500. I don't even think I have 300. Okay, I don't have 300 followers at all. But the podcast did very well and I got a lot of listens, a lot of feedback. I engaged in so many, both, I guess, constructive and destructive political uh, conversations based on the podcast which I created and it did very well. In fact, the podcast I thought was going to be my long-term project. I had the idea that, okay, I'm going to do this podcast, maybe I'll write a book about a certain African event and I'll do it that way and I'll promote it and I'll do this very well and then, you know, I hit a roadblock at the end of last year, at the end of 2021. And the roadblock was basically, I'm getting to the point where I'm making a lot of enemies with this podcast. And it, it, it may sound a little bit, okay, Nate, you weren't famous. Like, how can you make enemies? Well, you know, the world of Twitter, when it comes to Afrocentric politics, like black politics, is a disgusting place. And it's full of people who you would think humankind cannot get that ignorant, but it definitely can. And it definitely is to a large extent. And I started engaging these conversations in, in, in terms of the black community, the African community, and the African diaspora, which I found were shocking, to say the least. They had no purpose behind them. Their views were not based on any fact, but based on stories. And of course, the whole ADOS fiasco, and I'm still, apparently I am still at war with ADOS and FBA people. I don't even know what I can do or say to stop them because they are at the end of the day, like cockroaches, you know? And I started engaging in these conversations and, you know, I felt that I was becoming stressed based on the podcast. And I'm like, wow, I made this podcast just to sort of talk into this giant space of nothingness and whoever wants to listen can listen, it's for fun. But I quickly found myself doing the podcast to prove a point. And I thought, you know what? This is not the way I wanted to go. So I took a long break, maybe two, three months. I didn't post. I had a lot of episodes. I still have a lot of episodes already recorded and edited, ready to post, never posted them. Because I thought to myself, you know what, Nate, this is not the direction you wanted to go on this podcast. And it's not the direction that I, I want to continue going in, of course. So after some consultation with myself and just meditation on the subject, I came very close to quitting podcasting as a whole. And uh, I, I actually, very, very close. Uh, it, it, you know, I did not come up with this idea until like sort of a few weeks ago. And I thought, you know what, finally, a good idea, I can do this. So the reason why I decided music, 
I guess this is a very long-winded intro to why I started this podcast. Well, no, no, it's not, it's not. But the reason why I decided on music is very simple. I'm a musician. Music is a topic which I can confidently say I know a lot about. I've studied music since I was four years old. That's 20 years. That's almost 21 years of studying music to some capacity. You know, my entire life has been for, you know, up until, I guess, two years ago, dominated by music. I've taught music. I've taught jazz. I've taught classical. I've taught pop. I've taught composition. I've taught theory. You know, it's one thing to learn, but the teachers are different things. So I thought, you know what? I like music. I like talking about music. Most of my friends are also very much into music. I don't have many political close friends. So I thought, you know what? Why am I focusing so much on politics when there's something right there that I love, that I love to talk about at any given time, that doesn't bring me stress, that doesn't generate arguments, that that is just a very stress-free, relaxing topic to speak about, and that many people out there in the world may want to hear about it? Well, it was a no-brainer for me, right? I decided, okay, I'm going to make this podcast about music. But... You may be thinking, okay, especially if you know me from previous podcasts or if you know me outside of podcasting, you know me that I am a political person. There's no escaping it. I am very politically aware. I'm very politically active. I am a member of political organizations. I'm, a mem- you know, I- I'm very much politically vocal from a radical point of view. And I thought to myself, you know what? There is no hiding it. There is no way I'm going to be able to make this podcast without getting political at some point or the other. So then again, I came to the point where I was like, okay, maybe I'll just won't podcast ever again. I thought, you know what? This is causing me too much stress. And then it clicked. Music is one of the most, or if in fact, I think the most effective art form to... I don't know what you would call it. I guess to display or to the to to bring to light political and social concerns and those people who brought to light those political and social concerns were generally shunned by the mainstream musical community they were rebels of sort and then it clicked rebels in the studio and i almost called it rebel studio but that was already taken and I was looking for names and I came up with Rebels in the studio, which is not taken by anybody. So if you take this name, I am going to be very upset. All right, please don't. Anyway, so I came up with Rebels in the studio and I thought, you know what? This is a great way to combine my love for music and my political nature together. You know, and I don't know the path that this podcast is going to take. It might be musically centered with a hint of politics, It definitely won't be politically centered with a hint of music. It's definitely going to be music centered. So a few things about how this podcast is going to be laid out. Well, first things first, I do not have a schedule for uploading. That is one of the first things people say you should do when creating a podcast. I'm not going to do that because I don't aim for this podcast to become my career. I don't want to quit my job for this podcast. I mean, I shouldn't say that I would love quit my job for this podcast but i don't think that's going to happen i don't want that to be my focus my focus is just to share share some pretty good radical music with you and introduce you to music which you may not be familiar with or musical opinions which you may not be familiar with you know in the episode i did with terrell 
uh, as, as you can probably imagine, you know, if, if you know Joel and I, that we can go on tangents for a long time. And in the episode I did with him, we spoke about how the U.S. has sort of ruined mainstream music. I mean, listen to it and you'll understand what we're talking about. But, you know, another goal of this podcast is, is to introduce you to music that is not popular in the U.S., that's popular elsewhere. For example, one of my favorite genres of music is French hip-hop. And I say with my chest on t- all, all the time that French hip-hop is exceedingly better than hip-hop in the United States. And this is a very, very controversial opinion, apparently. But, you know, it's one of those things which I, I do want to discuss on the show and introduce you to my reasoning, you know, musically speaking, why I believe what I believe. And I'll have people on the show to help me discuss these topics. Anyways, that's the point. Another thing is, my Spotify... Let me just pull up my Spotify um, saved song. You know Spotify, when you like a song, it downloads on your phone. I currently have just shy of 9,000 songs downloaded on my phone. I have playlists, which uh, I have, for example, I have a playlist called TIA, which is almost 300 hours long of music. I have a lot of music. And you may be wondering, there's no way I listen to all of these songs. And that is not true. I do. I have listened to the vast majority of these songs. Sometimes I have a habit of downloading an entire album and forgetting I have it. So then I put my my phone on shuffle when I'm driving, for example, and I hear the song and I'm like, why do I have the song? I do not remember downloading the song. But it, again, it makes me aware of music, which I was not once aware of. In other words, I love music. I love downloading new music. I love hearing new albums. I have a very big record collection. In fact, I just ordered three record frames that I'm going to hang up in my home office. And, you know, I love music. Okay, if you, can't, if, you, if, you don't, if you don't get it, I'm not your typical music listener. Okay, I'm a musician who listens to music. That's a very different way of, of taking a look at music. It's one thing to look at it from a listener's point of view. But from a musician's point of view, it's different. It's it's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like looking at a painting from an artist's point of view versus a casual art lover's point of view. All right? Anyways, yeah, that's, that's basically everything I wanted to cover. Oh, one more thing. I guess some, some housekeeping. I don't know what you would call it. But um, so... I am currently working. Actually, I have a playlist. I guess it's, it's going to be an, an an active playlist that will accompany this podcast. The playlist is called Rebels in the Studio. Let me just make sure it's actually called that. I don't even know if it is. <laughs> um, yeah, the playlist is called Rebels in the Studio. And the idea of the playlist is, well, it's in the, in the description. Music that breaks boundaries. Now, I'm going to be sharing that playlist on my social media um, at some point soon, um, maybe even right after this episode is posted, to be honest. And that playlist will be updated at least twice a week. And that's something I can commit to because I do update my playlists at least twice a week. So you can listen to that playlist to sort of hear my music taste and my musical journey as a human being. And the playlist will be best enjoyed on Shuffle, as course, of course, as always with most playlists on Spotify or any other music 
streaming platform. In terms of people who have Apple Music, I'm sorry, you're SOL. I don't have Apple Music. I mean, I have an account, I just don't pay for it, therefore I can't really do much on it. Plus, I'm not a fan of Apple Music's um, user interface, so that's that. But anyways, I've rambled on enough. This episode wasn't meant to be this long. It's sort of an episode zero, a prologue, an insight into my thinking as a podcaster. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you learned something. And thank you for listening to this episode, rather than skip it and go straight to episode one. This is episode zero, the prologue, an introduction to the podcast. I'm Nate, your host of Rebels in the Studio. Stay tuned for more episodes. Check out the show on Instagram and Twitter at Rebels Studio Pod. I'll be on there. I will reply. I can't speak. I will reply to all of your messages for now until I get too many messages, which will probably never happen. Anyways, I'm Nate, the host of Rebels in the Studio. Thank you for listening.